when we used to uh, have church where Lorraine has her store, has her store, um, people would hear us singing on Main Street out the door. And uh, there was a, a German lady. <laughs> okay. There's a German lady that would come in and and she loved to sing. She didn't really like us as a church so much, but she loved our singing. And she came up to me, and I think it's kind of a German expression when she says, Bruce, you sing with gusto. You guys sing with gusto. I don't have my eyes closed, and, and, and I was happy. And I know that our Lord was happy. She says, oh, I think Northwest Harvest is singing again. I believe that's true. I'm not making that up. Sing with your hearts. And, and, and he loves that. He loves that. And it's a good thing. It's a good thing to sing for your heart. And, I mean, he knows you love him then. He knows that you care about him. Knows that, he knows that we appreciate him. In a world that's getting a little strange. But he stays the same. Today, yesterday, today, and tomorrow, he stays the same. He stays the same. He loves us. And, and you know, all the things that have gone on, I'm, I'm, in the last three and a half years, the pandemic, Jen and I going through healing of her from cancer. And, but no one has been exempt. You've all been going through stuff. And I think it's, it's the Lord going, I'm preparing you. I'm preparing you. You've been in a rut. <laughs> I've been in a rut. Because he's preparing us for what's coming. And we will need to be full of faith. And to all of us be on the same page. Because it's not going to be easy. But it's going to be good. I mean, this last, this last month, it's been interesting. And I've asked, I've, I've said to God, I said, now God, what do, what do you want us to do in the midst of this month? This thing they called Pride Month. I, and I, I had some restless nights. Wrote a few letters and, you know, we confabbed about what we might want to do. And honestly felt that protesting wasn't the answer. I'm, and I'm laying in bed, I'm going, God, what do you want us to do? He says, Bruce, it is a season. This is the time. Revival's the answer. You know, we, we put it upon ourselves. Oh, I'm doing this for Jesus. And he, sometimes I think he's scratching his head. Because we think we can do stuff. And he says, no. 
the, at, the, at, the, at, a, at the wedding yesterday. And, I, and, and I, you, know, you know how exciting it was for me and better for me was to see some of my family, you there. I asked Gord this morning, I said, there were a lot of young non-Christians there. And he said, yeah, yeah, there was. God was there. And the countenance that was on Nathaniel and Chelsea was self-evident. And they have friends that they're ministering to. And, and thank you so much, but <laughs> contrary to what you might believe, I do get a little stressed at times. <laughs> Maybe even worry. <laughs> My wife says, but Bruce, you know, I think of all the weddings you've done, I, I think you, you worried less about this. And I said, praise God. <laughs> I worried less. <laughs> that was like what Mark Dalek said, the homeless gentleman that we ministered to and the Pentecostal church ministered to, and he was a Christian, but he had his addictions, and he struggled. The thing that amazed, amazed me was he could speak Hebrew. Anybody remember the day he started speaking Hebrew in church? I'm going, God. And he knew God's grace. Anyways, so this wasn't this wedding. It was a previous one. It was Michael and Kirsten's wedding. And I didn't, I didn't know I was sick. But I felt awful. And I, I, was, I was sweating profusely and my head was scattered and didn't come off just the way I wanted it to. And so he knew at the end that I was a little stressed. So here's this guy with all his stuff comes up to me and says, Bruce, you made just the right amount of mistakes to make it perfect. I went, oh, hmm. I'll have to ponder that. But we... we our life is not perfect. God is dealing with us. He's cleansing us. And He knows what's going on. We don't have to be fearful of what's happening. He knows what's going on. When I started, I, and, and like Kevin and, and Linda and John and Sean actually came up to me and laid hands on me and prayed for me because I was pacing before I got into where the people were. Made me feel great. Get to the front of the church. I've got, I've got my plan. It's all not all written down. I, I decided I'm not really a format guy. Like this isn't even what I want to have kind of written down. I'm not a format guy. I want God to, I, I, I want my words to be his words. I don't want to have 25 pages all handwritten and typed. Needless to say, I can't type anyways. I, I, I want to hear from God, and I want that to come out. So I'm standing in the front, I'm starting, I says, okay, God, let's do this. I start, and, and I, I bet you my friends noticed at the beginning there was a poignant, pause and I'm going I lost everything everything was gone 
Anyways, I noticed. <laughs> I'm going, are you kidding me? Close my eyes. I did. I closed my eyes. It was, it was just before I prayed. I'm going, God, what do you want? And it was, it was empty. And, and there was, it seemed like eons for me. Well, I want you to pray. Because <laughs> I, I was just intent on getting started and getting this done. He wanted me to pray. So I prayed. And then it all came back. And the next point where he speared me, I was reading and it came to the part where it said that God has made man and woman to be together. I lost it. Because I'm going, God, this is what you want. Things are messed up here. Come and change. Come and change everything. He did that once. When did he do it? Did it with Noah. He said, the world's a mess. You build an ark. And there were strange things going on that are like are going on now. Same things. And he said, build an ark because I'm going to bring a big flood and I'm going to kill the world. Gather your family. Bring in, bring in the animals. Same thing. He judged the world. And people died. The whole world died. Only Noah's family and the animals were what was left. And what did God say? He said, I'm never going to do this again. I'm not going to destroy the world like this in a flood ever again. But we're, <laughs> as in the day of Noah, that's what it says. And you know, you know the, 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 this was, I'm driving in a car coming back from the rehearsal by, by myself praying. And I thought of this, God, you know, it really fries my bacon when people say we hate them. It's, it's a lie. It's a bullying tactic. But in love, we got to work on that one with these people. With people, pardon me, these people. With people. That we don't hate, we love. When, in, when did it happen in Canada that we couldn't have an opinion and still accept people for differences in opinion? Someone has decided. And it's darkness. Darkness has decided. We're going to change this. Satan. That's where it's moving. And I, I, when, I was reading in the, when I was reading in the paper, and, I, and, I, and I, I believe Heather was around the story time thing, praying. Not protesting, praying. Bless her. We were praying. We were doing stuff. We were against principalities and powers. 
That's who our battle is against. Oh, goodness. And he's, he's, he's in this. He's in all of this. But these people need to know that we love him. I mean, in, in Canada, we used to be known for multiculturalism, where you were, you, you accepted groups of people, no matter what they thought, or if they were East Indian, or they were Buddhist, or they were Sikhs, or they were black, or red, or yellow, or white. We accept, and we still do that. Somehow that's gone lost. And the gover government is, sorry, is telling us how to think. But we still have to love. That's the key. Listen, I'm, I'm waiting for the day someone comes up, oh, you hate me. No, I don't. Don't say that. You have no idea. Do you know what we believe? Do you know really about what it means to be a Christian? We, nobody stands at the door and takes notes of people coming in here. When we had the free store, everybody came in. And we never, never kicked anyone out for any length of time. Sometimes I'd say, I'll bring you food outside. If you can't behave, if you can't not cuss and swear, if you can't appreciate other people, you can eat outside. But come back the next time. You can come in. And they got the message. People got the message. I don't, we don't hate. That's what you say. You know, they, if we'd, they wanted to be martyrs. People want to be martyrs. That's what would have happened if we protested. But it was, it was a joy to me to read in the paper when they say, oh, oh nobody protested. No, because we love them. Don't agree, that's all. We just don't agree. That's been a, a rule in Canada like forever. S somehow it's not anymore. When I just... I, I, I couldn't believe it when, of, 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 well, when I read that, God has made man and woman to be together. Honestly, I lost it. And I go, God, that's got to be you. And it came right out of the blue. I mean, there's some things in that. What was crazy, I got home and said to my wife, I said, in that little book that we have that's our marriage ceremony book, I think Steve made it. Some of the rules that are in the government right now, we'd probably lose some of the things in the book. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Now I'll start. <laughs> this, was, this was sent um, to my wife from a cousin. We're still doing the, the, the healing of my wife for cancer. <laughs> We're still doing that. Three and a half years going to the cancer ward. Um, 50 plus chemos 
God, covet, we covet your prayers. We know that you're praying for us. It's getting, it's getting a little thick, though, i got to say. <laughs> but it is amazing, too. So I, I want to share in, in 2 Corinthians 4 today. And it's the very beginning, it says, Therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry. What's your ministry? What's, what's my ministry? This, this was sent. This lady's been encouraging my wife. My, my wife who has about a hundred names in her chemo journal for every nurse and person that's come in contact with her who she prays for. That's my wife's ministry. We're in a, we're, we're in a, oh, it's, it's, yeah. the, the cancer ward's beautiful for what it is. It's new, it's fresh. They're trying to keep making it bigger, but there's no room to make it bigger, so they're making more rooms that are smaller. And when we get into this, we don't like this, these, some of these rooms, they have these little cubby holes, and there's room for two people to be uh, chemonized. Is that a word? Chemonized? <laughs> you know what I mean. Jen would say, that's not a word. My daughter would say, that's not a word. And I'd say, give me a break, you guys. Jeez. <laughs> and I'm sitting. I can't be close to Jan because it's, it's too close. But there's this man sitting across from me. Got great big things on and he's uh, obviously he's techie, and he's got a thing he's, I don't know, it was an iPad or something, and he's doing, doing his stuff on. And I'm staring at him. And whenever they come in, not on, they don't do it when, you get, when you're getting Benadryl or you're getting the, the antacid or the cleansing, but every time you get the chemo drug, they have to have two people come in and make sure you did it right. Like the first person, other person comes and check. And they'll come up, okay, Jan, last name, birthday. So I don't know how many, <laughs> how many times she's given her last name and birthday. I'm never going to forget her birthday. <laughs> never. I actually told the oncologist, could you tell the nurses to say, what's your anniversary? Because I forget that occasionally. <laughs> So what's your, what's your anniversary date, Mrs. McDonald? <laughs> Actually, it's on Tuesday. And we have an oncologist appointment. How handy is that? <laughs> 50, 40, 42 years on Tuesday. Praise God. Yeah. Happy. But if, if, they, if Jan had to say that all the time, that would be really good for me. When we were at the store, I'm digressing here. When we were at the store and I worked too many hours, I would look at the calendar and on June 27th, she'd three or four months in advance would put a little pink heart. So when I look at the calendar, oh, it's my anniversary. <laughs> she was kind. Oh, she was kind. <laughs> anyway, so this gentleman's there and I hear, 
I hear, uh, you know, they ask him, what did he say now? Figured it out. He was 87 years old and spry as a pup. Oh, I mean, he was all there. I'm going, oh, my goodness. God, I should be so blessed. Anyway, so God says, you know, and I hadn't talked to him yet. You know, Bruce, he's a Mennonite minister. Okay. And, and what would you like me to do with that, God? I'd like you to bless him. Okay. I didn't know. God knew. I, I'm, it seems like he's, you know, it, it's a season. Learn to hear his voice and what it sounds like. Because, I mean, that was just, I mean, I've heard from God before, but that was like, this is a Mennonite minister. Bless him. Okay. So I'm waiting for an opportunity. And I said, well, God, what if I don't have a chance? I said, I didn't tell you you had to wait for a chance. I told you to bless him. <laughs> so he's moving around, and he said something to me. So I blessed him. I blessed him. Oh, bless you. Thank you. And that's what he called me to do. That's what God called me to do. So what's, what's, your, what's your ministry? What's your, what's your opportunity? Don't, don't miss your opportunity. Yesterday at the wedding, there was, you know, there's, there's some things that I try to do. I mean, the rings have got to be there. <laughs> the rings have got to be there. What else? Uh, when the bride signs the book, you don't sign with your new name. You have to write with your maiden name. I had an argument with one lady. Well, why not? Well, that's what it says in the book. That's what you're supposed to do when it goes in. Okay. So, so that. So I said, okay. You know, we're at the rehearsal. I said, so Simrit was the bridesmaid. You, you make sure you have... Uh, the, uh, Chelsea's ring. Uh, Lucas, you make sure you have Nathaniel's ring. Planning, you know, I've got it. I've dotted my I's and crossed my T's. I got everything done. So then, just before I said, So, Lucas, no, not Lucas, I asked Simrit, do you have the rings? Well, no, the, the guy's got them both. Oh, okay. So a running change. Didn't tell the pastor. <laughs> so then I go, and it's not even the guy that was supposed to have him. It's another guy. I said, do you have the rings? And when they immediately go to their pockets, you know there could be a problem. It could be somewhere else. And he says, oh, it's in the car. Great place. Maybe you better get them. Oh, no. I mean, could you imagine? Oh, could you give me the rings, please? <laughs> like, <laughs> I have enough fun doing this anyways. <laughs> so they run and get the rings, and Michelle was trying, you know, you know, just I was trying to find out who had them. I asked Michelle, um, Chelsea's mom, you know, we got a little problem with the rings. There's a big sign on the bride's door where the bridesmaids are, do not enter. 
So I said, I think you have to be the one to go ask about this. So we get it all straight. So I get the rings and they're both in the box. The, the only problem at the wedding was, I bet you Nathaniel's going to have to get his ring resized. <laughs> I almost said to him, spit on your finger. <laughs> Which would have been a little gauche. <laughs> oh, praise God. But what is your ministry? What's, what's God calling you to do? I, I, I got to sit with Roy, Chelsea's dad, and the photographer, Peter, and then Jonathan is uh, Michelle's brother. Incredible guy. We chatted, had a great conversation. He uh, is a counselor in high school and counsels teens that have fallen through the cracks. Oh. I said, bless you, Jonathan. Bless you. I mean, I, I can't, I'm sorry. I can't imagine. He says, well, uh, you, you kind of help homeless people at church and stuff, don't you? Feed them. And I says, yeah. He says, you know, and that's why I like, just, sorry. That's why I like coming to your church, because it's real. <laughs> you hear about stuff that's happening, that's really happening, and God's in it. I said, so are you working now? No, I'm not. And then it, that was at the rehearsal. So the next day when he, was, when he came, he came to encourage me while I was waiting. He said, hey, Jonathan, you kind of said you were in between jobs. He says, yeah. He says, uh, not vaccinated, so I kind of lost my job. I said, no. Goodness. And you know, he was almost afraid to say that to me. And I said, Jonathan, no. I mean, it goes back to the same thing opinions. We have a choice. There was no, to me, there was no sin in either one of those choices. And I said that to him, Jonathan, there was, it was a choice. And nobody, Nobody on either side of that decision should make anybody feel bad. Churches have split up. We, when on Father's Day, Sarah and Jordan were going to come on Saturday. We were at Manning Park. They were just going to come for one day. They surprised us and spent three days with us. Do you know what a shot in the arm it is to have your three-year-old and your five-year-old grandkids around and your daughter and their son? Goodness. It was like, I don't know what it was like. It felt great. Becca, little, little story off track. Becca opens up a gum wrapper and puts it in her mouth. And Eliana, who's five, goes up to Becca. Becca's 37 and says, Auntie Betta, are you, are you allowed to have gum without asking Oma and Poppy? <laughs> Becca says, yes, I'm old enough. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a hoot. But in the, the, the opinion. Oh, boy. We, we got to 
get together. Anyway, so I was, my, my nephew, we invited our nephew who's just, and his wife, from, they've moved from Edmonton. He's going to get his master's, if you can imagine. And he's, oh, they're young. And I'm going, good grief. And he's two years, two years to finish off his master's. And they come. And they're not going to church anymore. Because their church split. Not even split. It just quit. Vaccines, no vaccines. That was one. Some political things. And a female pastor. And I go, no, I didn't, I didn't, didn't voice anything. I just listened. And I felt so sad. And, I, and it, yeah, I'll say this too. I'm not quitting. I don't know how that got out there. I'm taking, I'm stepping back and doing less. That's not quitting. And this is my church. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, Marilyn says, oh, I hear you're quitting. She calls from Winnipeg. I said, where did you get that from? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. But I need to do less. God's kind of told me I need to spend more time with my wife and my mother. And I'm 70. Do I act and look 70? I feel 70. <laughs> <laughs> but we're still going. We're still still doing stuff. Oh, I just I I was just so and, and churches have split over those issues. No, that is exactly what Satan wanted or wants. That's what he's trying to do to us. We need to recognize that. Situations, gee, come on. Let's move on here. God is good. The air conditioning came on by itself. Oh, you knew we got a new air conditioner, didn't you? We did. A new HVAC. They put it in. I haven't been able to use it because it hasn't, on Sundays, it hasn't been hot enough. It has been a disappointment to me. <laughs> I remember Linda coming up, I think it was last year. Man, it's hot in here. When are you going to get that thing fixed? Well, it's not quite that easy. Yes, you did. Well, okay, well. I have, I have to have some theatrical license. <laughs> no, but it, that's always, you know. I mean, I used to, I, in the wintertime, I had to come down here at 2 and 3 in the morning to get it started. And hopefully, at, when church started, it'd be warm enough for everybody. Oh, it was bizarre. But that, that was just what I was called to do. Praise God. But we need to be together on things. So let me, let me read. Boy, I said this a while ago. This is what a lady has sent to, to my wife. And you guys have done similar things, shared similar things with us. May God give you, and it's, it's good for now, for us, for the season we're all in. I want you to listen. 
May God give you absolute clarity and divine insight so you can see things as they are and not as they seem. May you have an uncanny ability to sort through the barrage of information and discern what's true. May Jesus empower you with supernatural grace to navigate this storm with joy and strength. May he pour out on you an abundance of wisdom to be a voice of reason in a world gone mad. May God give you a laser-like focus to tend to your God-given assignment. Give Jesus that which you cannot control and steward with excellent that which you can. May your pure heart and firm faith keep you steady on the journey ahead of you. Wisdom's path is peace. He's got you. He's got you. You've got this. You've got this. God bless you. And the lady that wrote it uh, is Susan Lar- Susie Larson. I, Jan said, oh, look what Adeline sent me. Man, I was weeping. I was weeping on the paper. I actually had to photocopy another sheet. What's that about? Praise God. But it is. It is something for the season that we're in. It really is. Maybe get a chance, I'll make some photocopies and put them on the back table. So let's just, um, I'm just going to read through 2 Corinthians 4. Oh, and that, well, I wanted to point out that one part. May God give you a laser-like focus to tend to your God-given assignment. What's your ministry? Sometimes other people's ministry isn't my ministry. That's okay. We, we can still bless each other. Second Corinthians 4, Therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. Rather, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the Word of God. On the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to every man's conscience, in the sight of God, we set forth true main plainly. We don't hate, we just love. Uh, I, I won't say who, but we, we've been trying to share with someone that, you know, he asks about, like, how can you do this? Well, you, you hate to sin, but you love the person we love don't hate oh man that pierces me I'm not a hater man been what you too I mean I've been sworn at and spit on cleaned up crap off walls bathroom walls because you're trying to help a homeless person praise God 
I don't hate. Bill and Brenda love everyone that they go to. And sometimes, I'm sure they get requests, how come you can't bring us lobster? <laughs> can't you bring us something better? Well, no, this is what we have. That's what I do. Listen, this is what we have. Nor do we distort the Word of God. On the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. If we tell the truth. Heather sent, you know, something to me about, you know, maybe we should send some letters and all that kind of stuff. And then the last part, she says, the truth will set you free. People need the truth. Sometimes it doesn't work. In Scripture it says that God is going to be brought to every corner of the world. I'm not sure that's all happened quite yet. But everyone's going to have a choice. Because God died. It says God died for the whole world. But it's your choice. The choice that you have to make. And that's and that's that's about the you know that scripture about and and I and I love it because it takes takes the the guilt and the, the uh, there's a better word than guilt I mean we plant and we water but the increase is up to him we try to make it happen and he says no 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 it was like God going took everything out of my mind and I go God what what do you, I, I got I to do this wedding. I know. I've lost it all. I want you to pray. I forgot to pray. I was so intent on the service. So I prayed. Then, boom, it all comes back. And even if our gospel is veiled... It is veiled to those who are perishing. Hmm. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers. There's blindness out there. So that the, they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Man, we sang some golden oldies today, and it was great. The Spirit, the, Jesus is still in those songs. Go, <laughs> I took some ice cream and cut up strawberries. I, I think I told you this. I've, I've done it about three times. But the first time, oh, my mom says, no, I don't, I don't, I'm okay. I don't, I don't need strawberries and ice cream. I says, mom, I even nuked. The ice cream so it'd be soft because she loves soft ice cream. We're going to Saskatchewan. Well, it wasn't every place, but if she saw a sign that said soft ice cream cones, we were stopping. <laughs> anyway, so she, oh, I don't feel like it. So, Mom, just eat one strawberry with the ice cream. Okay, give it to her. I'm just about ready to say, now, did you like that? But she starts going, mm, 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 mm. I said, Mom, I guess you like it. <laughs> just the opportunity, right? I didn't have to take strawberries and ice cream. 
anyway, so, so then, then the ladies are coming around. Ellen, do you want to go to the church service? I said, she says, oh, no, I'm okay. I, I want to stay with my son. Which was great, but I said, Mom, we're going to the service together. And it was the Baptist church. Jeff's playing the guitar. I didn't even know he plays the guitar. And it was rocking. Mom and I were singing the old songs. It was great. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel, the glory of Christ, which is the image of God. For we do not preach ourselves. We don't. We don't preach ourselves. We don't. I don't want to do anything on my own anymore. Oh, boy, and then I wrestle with it when I do. That's when I get stressed. When I try to do it on my own. But for we do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ is Lord and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God said, let light shine out of darkness. That's what's going to happen in our town. We're, we have prophecies about us being a lighthouse. Let light shine out of darkness. Make his light shine in our hearts to give us the, no, the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not for us. There it is again. It's not about us. We try to make it about us, but it's about him. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Christ, so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. Uh, the, Lord, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. You know what that's like when God's face shines on you and then you retain some of that and people see that. They see Jesus in you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance. That's what, that's what, I, that's what I saw in Nathaniel and Chelsea, and it's been weeks ago, I'm going, they're changed. Nathaniel accepted Jesus, lived in a Christian household for how long? Sounds like me. Grew up in the Lutheran church, did all the stuff. You know what? The stuff comes in handy sometimes. You, 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 were, you were like me? I said, yeah, I was, but I found Jesus. Jesus found me. That, that countenance that's on you. Hmm. For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that his life may be revealed in our mortal body. There it is. His life will be revealed in our mortal body. So then death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. It is written, I believe, therefore I have spoken. 
With that same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak, because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus and present us with you in his presence. All this is for your benefit, so the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. I shared this at the wedding. A few months ago, four or five months ago, when Clancy and oh, Clancy, Chelsea and Nathaniel, I'm I'm trying to lead the service. Oh, we have to talk to you. And Nathaniel says, and he was emphatic. He says, "You're Chelsea and I. You're our pastor. We want you to do the wedding." Do Do you know how that made me feel? And what you know what was I I I can hardly. I mean, I, number one, I couldn't say no, and I was so happy. This is going to be fun. This is going to be great. I'll be honest, I haven't always felt that at some of the weddings. Some of the weddings that you get asked to do, and I, it's really hard doing a wedding for someone you don't know. Or there's a whole bunch of people out here you don't know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's tough. I felt great. And the grace that he show- they showered down upon me ministered to me. Then, Sue and I got to baptize them. Ah, oh, yes, wow, this is great. Then, and, and, and I shared that, you know, that commitment to Christ in the baptism. And now they're committing to each other. That was the third thing. The third thing was the marriage itself. I thought it was okay. <laughs> I didn't go home going, oh. It was occasionally I've gone, oh, gee, I didn't really do very good. I felt good. No, I felt good. I felt good. The microphone. Ah, I was a mess with the microphone. <laughs> That's okay. It all worked out. Then I kind of shared later that, you know, that was, that was three things. And I, I said, you know, pastors, pastors sometimes don't get uh, to feel that good. I said, but this is like the trifecta for a pastor. Three things. The trifecta. I, could, I said I could retire but would be even better in the years to come if they have a child and they call it Bruce or Brucilla. <laughs> but I did say I don't think I'm going to get the fourth one. I won't hold out for that one. But the trifecta, I got the trifecta. I, I, I you know, I think about that. I mean, how many pastors get to? Do, do a wedding and the baptism of the people all within two to three weeks. I don't, I don't think that happens that often. Yeah, God gave that to me. So then I, then I for some of you who weren't there, uh, I said, I, I have a, uh, an old Hebrew blessing I'd like to pass on them. That they would have the patience of Job. Secondly, that they'd be blessed with the faith of Abraham, and then be blessed with the children of Israel. <laughs> Went over a lot better there. <laughs> but, but my wife said, Sue was like, okay, here comes, here comes something real spiritual. 
Because <laughs> she was going, the first one, she's, oh, yeah, yeah, the patience is joke. Says, my wife's watching her. Oh, yeah, yeah, and the, the faith of Abraham. Oh, yeah, the children of Israel. Oh! <laughs> Maybe she was seeing the multitudes of grandchildren. <laughs> Some of you weren't there. I had to give you a little bit of that. Where did I end up? Jesus, uh, that because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will, all, will also raise us with Jesus, present us with him in his presence. All this is for your benefit so that grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow in the glory of God. Look at that. Grace is reaching more and more people. Grace. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. I try to tell my mom that. No, she thinks she's wasting away, but she's being renewed. Mary is too. Jenny is too. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal life. All this stuff that we see in the world right now is temporary. Wow. It's going to be rocking. It's going to be rocking. What's your ministry? When God gives you a chance, just show yourself to someone because he's the head of your, your life. Wow. Hmm. I, love it when, I love it when people say, you're a pastor? <laughs> yeah, I am. I said, but you, you know, they'll say, and then, then it becomes Pastor Bruce. And I say, ah, you know, almost people call me Pastor Spider, or you could just call me Spider. <laughs> I, um, I realized I was so happy that Jan didn't get COVID. She tested positive, but she didn't get COVID. Now, in hindsight, I'm happy I got COVID because I lost 15 pounds. I could fit into my only suit. I could do up the button, and it wasn't too bad. <laughs> when I put it on the last time, I think it was for my dad's funeral, I had that 15 pounds. I couldn't do the button up, but I could do it up. But I'm standing in front doing the service. I realized, boy, this is getting a little tight. But my pride was coming forth because I was looking over to the left at all of these young bucks with three-button suits on, all buttoned up, looking great. So I was trying. I tried really hard. And finally God said, give it up. Undo the button. So I did. Our God is good. And he, he lets us have joy and laughter and fun. He does. So, th you know, thank you for all your prayers for us. 
We, we see the oncologist on Tuesday. Uh, we, we see the oncologist quite often because it's part of the trial thing. But please pray. That'd be great. Pray for Mary. Mary just had surgery, but she's doing good. And what was that for again? My wife told me, but... Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, boy. So eventually going to go for tea when, when they heal? Okay, please pray for Mary. I can't even imagine. Who, who else? Pray for what's going on in our town. And pray, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. How old's your dad? Okay. Oh. Yeah. 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 Praise God. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Anyone else? Cindy. Oh, that's right. Okay. She has cancer, right? No, I didn't know that one. That's a friend from the moose. Heavenly Father, we, we just thank you. Thank you that you love to hear our prayers because you know that we love you. And we, we bring these things to you as children to their father. Lord, we bring... Mary before you and healer. Healer comes. Thanks you. Thank you that the operation went well. For Michelle's parents, uh, just um, give them peace and strength at this time and give Michelle strength to, uh, to help them, to serve them, to look after them. It's, it's not easy. I just pray for... Sean said... Two, two grandpas. Oh, God, draw, draw close to them. Draw close to them. And we, we pray for healing. Because you say we can. And you also say, by your stripes we're healed. So we claim that. Claim that on that, Father. Pray for my mother. Or pray for Jenny. Just, just let them sense your presence. I pray for Jan. Continue the healing, Lord God. Pray for Nathaniel and Chelsea. The first day together as one person. That's what it says. That's what you said. And a man and a woman. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hmm. I pray for the, the seeds that were planted 
at the, at the wedding yesterday from everyone, from, from all of the Christians that were there, all the seeds that, 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 uh, that they, they get watered and bear fruit. You, you say the time, well, it's here. The field, fields are white for the harvest. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Lord, I, I pray that you would protect our kids against uh, the influences that are out there right now, Father. And uh, someone who might be looking at that, Father, just uh, cause an experience to just change that thinking, those thoughts. I believe it's 180 degrees all the way around, Father. We, we just claim that. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 